Hello again, everybody. It is time for the Mainland Podcast, episode number 190. I am Michael Citro, the founder and managing editor of TheMainland.com. We cover Orlando City, the Orlando Pride, OCB, any other soccer-related activities in Orlando. And right now, a whole lot of nothing else. Uh, and a whole lot of nothing at all. But uh, that's that's what's going on here in our sports world. You know, we, don't, we haven't picked out a favorite Belarusian team yet uh, to follow. And they're the only ones still playing. Joining me, as always... Uh, in his own isolation cocoon up in Tallahassee, David Rowe. Dave, how are you? Uh, I still well. Uh, still don't have the corona, as far as I know. And uh, I neither. I, I have not picked out a Belarusian t- uh, club yet either. Although I, I kind of feel maybe I should, since it's the literally the only game in town or in the world. Hmm. Yeah, I'm waiting for Weird Al Yankovic to come out with a song called "My Corona." Uh, to the to the to the tune of my Sharona. I, mean, I assume it hasn't happened yet because he's socially isolated. He's Although already, I, for him, I, you know, <laughs> he's already done my Bologna. So oh, take, I remember my Bologna. Wouldn't take that hard, take that long for him to bang that out. I think. Anyway, folks, uh, no Orlando City soccer again this week. Uh, no sports. It's it's lockdown time. Um, <laughs> I I remember seeing. Um, somebody tweeted on Sunday that they just were informed it was Sunday. And my oh, wow. f- my first inclination was to say, that can't be right. And it was right. So <laughs> I'm losing track of the days. Um, I, I have been outside my home to mow the lawn and take the trash out to the curb. That's really about it in the last several days. Uh, I was able over the weekend, Dave, to... Complete the shelving unit in the man cave. The custom CD shelves are on the wall. And I am so out of shape that just the act of sorting and putting away my CDs uh, left me near crippled uh, the next day. Yeah, but the end result was, was beautiful. I've, I've seen the pictures. You did a lovely job. Uh, and, of course, uh, I'm, I'm assuming that that's your uh, dear Ohio State uh, colors. Yeah, I, I, I wanted, I mean, the man cave was painted, and I got the three gray walls and a scarlet wall as uh, the as the accent wall, and then I wanted to put up these shelves in the corners for my books and CDs, because I've had, I've had any number of different um, storage uh, devices that I've bought, bookcases and, and CD towers and all this stuff, and, and nothing really works well for me in this configuration of this room, and also... Um, with the number of CDs I have, it's it's just impossible to 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 come up with the right uh, type of storage. So I was like, well, if I put it all up on the wall, then I don't have to worry about it uh, taking up room on the floor. So I don't need a furniture solution. I'll go with a shelving solution. And because it was in the I was doing corner shelves on both sides, I thought, well, I'll just paint the shelves so that the gray wall has the scarlet shelves and the scarlet wall has the gray shelves and that way it will seem like it has almost like a movement to it and I thought it why not and it worked oh you're back oh did you lose me I lost you there so oh. I missed everything up till hey and it worked which is great okay. news yeah I'm gl- <laughs> so the, the long and short of it is that the the gray shelves against the scarlet wall and the scarlet shelves against the gray walls 
give it sort of a flow, like a movement, um, like a sense of movement. So it works, and it's they're beautiful. I like it, and yeah, it it could be a challenging show, Dave. I've, we've had internet outages today throughout my neighborhood uh, to the point where I called um, the dreaded AT and T. And we're back. <laughs> well, this is a I challenging think, I show. Think, I, I think what it is is uh, your internet does not want you to tell me whatever it is you have now tried to tell me twice. Well, I'm not going to tell you anymore. Uh, I think okay, my internet that's is fine. my internet. Everybody is just, else will have heard it. My internet's just freaked out. My internet is just thinking. Uh, I mean, it went out today around noon. Came back just before you and I sat down to record, and the last time it went out, we had the same problem. Well, uh, where it it just kept dropping, you know, and you, and I think it's just, I think it's just the amount of data going back and forth isn't quite up to its normal standards. Well, yeah, that and you know, everybody streaming everything is probably putting a strain on the system. But yeah, uh, yeah. well, you've you've been at home. I've actually. Uh, been at work because I sell cars and they don't let you do that from home. Although we are now going to halftime where I'll be one week on, one week off. So I'm actually off for quite a few days and then I go in for a week and then I'm off for a week and then in for a week and then off for a week. Yeah, you and I were talking about that before the show that this will give you an opportunity to finally watch Tiger King on Netflix. Yes, which I've been informed that uh, it is a utter and total train wreck that um, I must watch uh, so that next time we're on the podcast, we can talk about the utter train wreck that it is. It, it kind of makes it seem like the people that you see at your local Walmart are um, road scholars. <laughs> okay, so it's <laughs> that good. All right. Yeah, it's I, uh, crazy. Yeah, I'm, I, I was... I was going to be good and not watch it and, you know, not, but not now, you know, if for no other reason than so that we can talk about it on the podcast, I'm just going to, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to suck it up. I'm probably going to have to do it by myself. I'm not going to subject my wife to it, but. Oh, it's a uh, cultural phenomenon. You have to, you have to see it. It's, um, I mean, I, I don't, I can't even describe it to you. You, you just have to see it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, nor should you, because, you know, I mean, we've got to have something to talk about next week anyway. Yeah. So, anyway, um, we're going to continue to record this. Hopefully, it'll it'll get better, or at least stay like it is. Um, the big thing that's going on in our world at the mainland is our bracketology. We're now down to our final four, Dave. I know. I know. Some surprises, too. Some big surprises. Uh, our final four, if you haven't been following along, uh, Kaka and Nani, not surprisingly, they're, they're our top two seeds in the tournament. They came through their brackets pretty easily. Um, Dom Dwyer, uh, another number one seed, he came through his bracket, but, ooh, did he squeak by his uh, his uh, conference or his, his bracket final. Um, yeah. He played, uh, he, he was up against Juan, uh, the three seed, uh, a very a surprise uh, run for Juan. I mean, Juan's... Uh, we're not usually surprised when, when he takes off because he runs very fast. He is a runner. Uh, he's he's not uh, he's not surprising us anymore with that, but he is surprising us with his run today. And we had the third of, of uh, 
our split votes, what I call our split votes, in that the person who won on the Twitter poll is not the person who won on the mainland site poll. Uh, mm-hmm. They had differing um, winners. And so on the site, uh, Juan won 48 to 44, and on Twitter, uh, Dom won 234 to 225. So Dwyer wins by five votes, and this was our wow. closest uh, our closest one yet. I think our previous closest was an 11-vote uh, difference, uh, and this one was just five votes. So um, 278 to 273, Dom squeaks by. And we also had our upset of the tournament so far mm-hmm. in uh, in what I'm calling our West Regional, and that's uh, the three-seed Krishna Gita upsets club legend Kevin Molino, uh, a guy yeah. who was here throughout the USL era, won five trophies with the team, uh, was uh, you know instrumental in helping this city even get an MLS club because it's players like uh, Kevin Molino, Dom Dwyer, Miguel Gallardo, Dennis Chin, Jamie Watson, guys like that, Luke Bowden, these are the guys who drew enough interest from this community mm-hmm. so that 21,000 people would go see a USL championship game here and make MLS take notice of this place as a as a, you know, a a budding hotspot for soccer and had that never happened and those guys had never played here and and it just had been kind of an average team and, and, you know, did okay sort of average USL attendance, we would not have MLS in Orlando. So uh, not only was Molino, you know, a, a terrific player in USL, he made the jump to MLS with the club. He had, of course, had that unfortunate knee injury in 2015 um, that prompted the celebration by Kaká uh, after scoring a goal to go uh, take off his shirt and be wearing a Kevin Molino shirt underneath. Yep. Um, or he, or no, actually, I think he, he put one on over his shirt. So that's right, because he got a yellow card for that. Most yeah. people get yellow cards for taking shirts off. He got a yellow card for putting a shirt on is how that worked. And <laughs> so uh, that tells you what Kaká thought of the guy. And then, of course, he came back next year very strong in 2016, and Molino put up... Um, you know, a, a, enough goals and assists to to factor in on 19 goals that year, which I believe was the same number that Kaká figured in that year. So, uh, but Molino had more goals, Kaká had more assists. So it was, you know, this is a, a, a beloved player here. I think he was a deserving number one seed. Um, I thought he had a really strong chance to go to the final four. Um you know, if if he was going to be beaten in his bracket, I thought it would be by Adrian Vinter, and right. instead That's... it was by Krishna Gita, a guy who, I mean, I've been around this club since the beginning. I I mean, I think a lot of people like Krishna Gita, but I I never knew there were, there was this passionate Higita fan base. Yeah, it's a little bit surprising. I, mean, I think it's more of a you know what have you done for me lately type of thing. In that you know I. As near as I can tell, you know, some people had uh, maybe a little bit of ill will towards Molino for uh, not getting paid more, which he probably or almost certainly deserved, uh, and moving on. Uh, whereas uh, Higita, um, you know, there was a lot of times where he was not a starter. There was a lot of times where, uh, you know, he got red cards, yellow cards, um, you know, stupid fouls. Now, in the last, you know, 
his last year, he he did get better. And you and I commented on the podcast that you know it was some of the best that he had been playing. And then he got injured. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I can think of is that it's you know they're remembering like they're you know it's just the latest thing that they remember, and that's what they go with. Yeah, I mean, there's there's certainly. I mean, I like Krishna Gita. I, I think. For me, he was a little bit of a disappointing player because I th- you, you saw how good he could be at times, and then he couldn't be consistent with it. There were some times when he just didn't give a whole lot of effort. Um, yeah. There were times when, okay, he's sitting on four yellow cards, and he decides to dissent, uh, you know, and show up the referee on an obvious foul that he committed. And it's like, could you not pick your battle a little bit smarter here. You just got suspended for the next game um, right. with that fifth yellow and things like that. And, and it's like, you know, I, I don't certainly, we all have our favorite players for different reasons. It could be, you know, this kid, uh, you know, this, this uh, player um, kicked a soccer ball with your kid at the park or something, or, or, you know, it, it could be any number of things. It doesn't even have to be necessarily at the, at the stadium or, or what you perceive their game to be or whatever. But yeah, it's a little, it's a little interesting to see this, uh, this run by Krishna Gita to the final four, because he's, he's never been really a star player. He's, as you mentioned, not always been a starter. Uh, and, and that owes a lot to being inconsistent to maybe sometimes not giving effort. Um, you know, whereas you can see the effort from a guy like, Chris Mueller or Adrian Vinter or um, Will, like Will Johnson. Will Johnson probably nobody gave the effort Will Johnson gave, but he's not, not the favorite, you know, that, that Mm. Chris Nagita has, has emerged as, but you know, the, and not just the fact that Christian won that battle against Molino, but it was pretty comfortable win actually. So, um, you know, not, not as lopsided as what Nani and Kaka won by, but uh, certainly, um, a lot less of a close battle than I thought it would be. So uh, congrats to the final four. Uh, it will be Higita taking on Kaka in one semifinal and uh, Dom Dwyer going up against Nani. And if, you know, if, if, if the seedings that we did at the beginning of the, um, at the beginning of this tournament uh, proved to be right, then the top two seeds, Kaka and Nani will probably, square off in the final. That's what I'm expecting anyway. But now now that with this Higita victory over Molino, I'm <laughs> I'm not sure what will happen. I, I mean, I actually thought that if anybody was going to knock off Molino it would be Adrian Winter cuz he's got he's got the cult following. He's got the I mean, I've never I mean, he's he's a likable guy. I like everybody likes Adrian Winter. I don't think everybody anybody likes him. I don't think anybody dislikes him and and a lot of people love him. There's a lot of love for him and it's it's really crazy when you I mean, you Sure, he he was a guy. He was an effort guy. He was an excitement guy, but he was still kind of a mediocre guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I called him for my final four. I might have even called him. I'm trying to remember the article. I might have even said he was going to win the whole thing because you know, people would be you know silly about it. Um, but yeah, you're right. I, I I absolutely thought you know Venter would have would have gone. You know, if anybody was going to be Molina, it would have been him. But uh, you know, the the masses have spoken. So you know, what do we know? Mm-hmm. And, and really, that was it. We wanted to see who is the most popular player among our readership. And and to that end, I think we had some silliness today. We had people openly lobbying uh, for people to vote for Juan on their behalf, and I was like, 
wait a minute here. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is supposed to be vote for your favorite, not vote for this guy because I told you to vote for him. So I I, I wanted to keep the purity of this thing sort of, uh, you know, I mean, no contest that's rigged is ever fun, really. So yeah. When I saw somebody say that, there was a little over an hour left, in, and I, I, I've let stuff like this go. Uh, but this individual had, I don't know, like 600 and some odd followers, and I got to thinking, wait a minute, if this guy only gets like a, a fifth or a sixth or even a tenth of his followers, because like if 60-some people voted for Juan over Dom Dwyer... That uh, would have easily re- done it. That would represent a huge shift in the in the voting, and and it should be about who your favorite player is, not because hey, you know, I like this guy; he's a good friend of mine. I follow him on Twitter, and you know, it's no skin off my nose to make click, you know, click the mouse one time. Um, right. So you know, I mentioned, you know, I took a screenshot of where the where the thing was because I wanted to see you know what effect that was going to have, if any, and and I just you know I just responded to him. I said. You know, I really didn't think it would ever come to this, but we're going to keep an eye on this periodically for the the remainder of the voting and see what happens. You know, and and if there's a a sudden shift, like if the next hundred people who vote, ninety nine of them vote for Ruan, that's obviously a little, um, you know, disingenuous. Excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking for a nice way to say it. I'm, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm glad you you said that. So, um, luckily that didn't happen. It was about a, a 0.1% shift the rest of the way. Um, but then a lot of people took except. Well, I shouldn't say a lot. Of, there were a few loud people on Twitter that ex- took exception to that. I had one person tell me that I was trying to influence people to vote for Dom Dwyer because uh, he responded to us like directly at our Twitter account saying. Like, why would you not vote for Juan? So I responded to that question. You you asked me a question, I answered it. The answer is um, maybe because this guy's the leading scorer in team history across both eras, and uh, you know brought a championship to this city. And that's you know that apparently is answering a question that is apparently influencing people. I didn't say you need to vote for Dom Dwyer. I didn't say please vote for Dom Dwyer. I didn't say anything about voting for anybody. I just offered up a reason why someone might not vote for Rwanda in that matchup. So um, if that's Art. if that's influencing things, then I guess every time I've ever answered a question, I, I uh, truthfully, then I've influenced something. Uh, two things. Uh, one, are you saying that there are unreasonable, loud people on Twitter? <laughs> well, I know that's 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 been a, a long time uh, theory that people have held that no one's ever okay. been able to no one's ever been able to prove it. Yeah. But, uh, All right. Yeah. No, suspect... Number two. <laughs> number two. I think you you underestimate your influence, Michael. Evidently, <laughs> you can you can change the world world with just you know answering questions. So you know, mm. be careful with that power, man. Well, I would have hoped then that I could have answered that question differently if I had that to do over again, and I would have said, uh, obviously the answer is please send me a few rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> hey, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> well, I have a responsibility to my family, so we could use some toilet paper. Um, we're getting low again because we, we only bought one packet last time, 
They were letting you buy up to three, and we did the responsible thing. And now we're paying for it again. So, but anyway, yeah, it was it was like that, and there was, you know, just some silliness, and, you know, somebody was like, wait a minute, Dwyer scored how many goals? And so I said, yeah, he scored this many goals. He scored 46 goals in all competitions. That's USL regular season, USL playoffs, US Open Cup, MLS regular season. Um, and he has scored 24 goals for the Lions since returning um you know, from Sporting Kansas City. And so he's like, wait a minute, 24 goals? When did he score 24 goals? I was like, well, he scored four after the trade that year. He scored 13 yeah. the next year, and then seven last year. That adds up to 24. I know it's... I, I Math know it's, is hard. Dave, I know it's very difficult to think that a player who missed some sitters last year could actually have been good, but I think it's possible that Dom Dwyer could have actually been good. Uh, he, yeah, I, I think if we were to go look at the tape, we might find that that was indeed the case. Look, if you but, guys, you wanna, know, hey, what do we know? <laughs> if you guys want to bury Dom Dwyer, and I know there's a a a loud uh, portion of our fan base that would like to do just that, um, do it after this season if we ever get the season in, and he does if he doesn't produce, and if he does produce. Please shut the hell up. Well, I mean, you and I have said <laughs> that, you know, if he comes out this year, you know, if we have the season and I predicted, you know, we both predicted he was going to have, you know, double digits, you know, and if, he, but if he didn't, you and I are going to be the first to go. Yeah, no, he, you know, it wasn't an aberration. You know, he's obviously, you know, lost it or it's not working within the system or, or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, we don't, we don't not tell the truth about, Okay, I lost Dave there for a second. Sorry about this, guys. I, uh, I guess I'm going to name names. Spectrum, you're, you're <laughs> not good. You're not good. And I, I did put in a call today to AT and T to see about uh, changing companies because uh, we had some issues uh, earlier this month, and I don't want internet issues in the year 2020. Or any year, really. So, yeah, I called AT&T today, and I, I would like to get new new internet, because this internet is not doing its job. No, it's not. And it's I don't think it's me on this end, because uh, we have very strong internets. Oh, yeah, I have no doubt and that not it's, as, no doubt it's Spectrum. And not, as, and not as many people, you know, <laughs> in Tallahassee, so. Yeah. Spectrum, you're bad at your job. Uh, so anyway, Dave, uh, the final four. Who do you think's getting to the to the top uh, to the championship match? Well, since Venter's out, I'm going to say uh, it's going to be Kaká versus Nani. And um, man, I don't know. That's a uh, you know we kind of thought that that might be where it ends up. That's going to be a uh, that's going to be a battle royale for the ages. Yeah. I, I stand by my prediction that Kaká is going to win this whole thing. He's a, a very popular player, and um, you know, he was a beloved guy, um, a good person, seemingly a person that nobody dislikes. So I, I'm going to say that Kaká edges out Nani in the final. But again, with Chris Nagita uh, making a run, <laughs> anything can happen. Yeah, no, I'm going to agree with that. I think Kaká is going to end up uh, winning the whole thing. But once again, I think it's going to be closer than the experts thought. 
The funny thing is with Higita knocking off uh, Molino is I really wonder what would have happened if Higita and Winter had met before this stage. Like, who would have won that? Because I, I think Adrian Winter would have beaten Higita. I agree with you. I think he would have. But here's the thing. I absolutely think so. So, like, when we did the seedings, um, Higita was... I thought he was overseeded, in fact. I thought it, it came down to him and Winter as, um, you know, for the last number three versus the first number four seed. And mm-hmm. and I and I thought, I probably should put Adrian Winter here, but... He's just played so so few games compared to Higita. I'm just going to give Higita the edge here. But I really think Vinter is probably the better play as the three seed. And, well, what do you know? <laughs> yeah, it's... I'll tell you what, it's... You know, we we hope that this would, uh, you know, generate some interest and some stories and some, uh, uh, you know, something to talk about. And lo and behold, it has done so. Um you know the places where we thought it wouldn't Kaká Nani that's been pretty consistent but the, there's been a bunch of little things along the way that have been uh you know kind of cool to see and sometimes weird but uh I I've really enjoyed it I have too and it's been a nice diversion from the the lack of actual sporting events um it's given us some some content some regular content uh over the past couple of weeks and mm-hmm. um yeah so and we just got a we just got a twelve seconds ago. In fact, a tweet. I definitely rate Molino up there in all time Orlando greats, but Higita slightly higher. Wow. Well, why? Okay. why? Why? <laughs> why? I mean, it's fine that you do, but why? Right. Like, if that's your opinion, that's fine. Do you have anything, you know, behind it? Is there, is there what's what's the reasoning? And you know, like you say, it's if. Somebody's opinion, that's fine. We don't care, but we're just very, very curious as to what's the thought process, what's going on there. Yeah, it's 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 almost like having, um, you know, a a chicken wing flavor bracket, and having like, you know, buffalo go up against something like weird, like a like Asian fusion or something. You know, it's like it's fine that you like it, but. Really over over Buffalo? Come on, <laughs> you know. Right, like, is everybody that? Yeah, like nobody remembers Buffalo, yeah. or they're they've got ill will towards Buffalo. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's it's been fun. Um, arguing on the internet's part of the fun. Um, but you know, it's like because people are taking this a little seriously. Uh, you know, because I think <laughs> I think that it didn't really matter which. Either Rowan or Dom Dwyer got the few extra votes than the other one, uh, because I think Nani would kick the rear end of whoever they could. Whoever, yeah. Anyway. So, um, you know, that's why I was like, I wasn't too bummed about Molino. Molino's one of my favorite players of all time. Um, right. Uh, I've been around since 2011, I've been around the team, so I, you know, I, I've... I have come to value his contributions to the team, uh, whereas somebody who jumped on board in the MLS years is not going to to have that. Um, you know, they're going to go, oh yeah, he had a good year here, and then mm-hmm. that's what they think. That's it. Uh, but right, um, and then he was gone. And, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I get it. I just thought. I mean, I didn't expect Molino to get this far because I thought he'd lose to Adrian Winter. So, um, 
I'm I'm not bummed. But again, when I when I got back to my argument today, it's just like I just want to see who's going to win. I'm not like out there saying, you know, rah rah, vote everybody, money, everybody one, yeah. go vote for this person so that so that my guy can win. It's it's like I'm 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 anxious to see what people think, and then in some cases, I want to think I I really want to know why they think that because it's almost like a foreign concept to me. Like I get it. Um, I would have gotten it if, if again, if Molino had won, had had not, had not gotten to where he is. Uh, if Venter had beaten him, I would have probably understood that a little better than Higita. Because, I mean, Venter was a starter from day one when he got here. He was, um, mm-hmm. you know, he's a good player. He was pretty consistent. Um, yeah. Not, not the, not the best player, but he was, he was fine. Um, but again, Higita had had such an inconsistent time here. Um, I think it does help him that he was on the original team um, and yeah. was around for five years. So that's that's a long time to be with a player to to have a player on your team. But um, you know he had he had struggled to beat out so many guys, and he you know three different coaches deemed him not starting level material. And I don't think he would have even started for James O'Connor had it not been for you know needing to use him. And then he played well. So yeah, um, I'm glad that. Christian had the season that he had in 2019 because it was nice to see him finally um, living up to what we thought he could do for a long time. And, and I'm, I'm, I would have liked him to have stayed on the team um, and take a pay cut, but that was not in the cards. And, you know, uh, he was, he was kind of useless in the final third. <laughs> yeah, Honestly. well, true. The only, you know, the thing about Venter that's the only reason it's upsetting me is because I did pick him for the Final Four and I did pick him to, you know, Bodie McBoatface this thing. And so obviously I'm not upset with Venter himself. He has nothing to do with it. But I'm I – I'm going to say, that despite everything we've just been talking about with you know some of the commenters and things like that, I underestimated uh, our readers. They, you know, I, I thought that they were going to, you know, push him through just on, you know, that that nostalgia thing alone, and and they didn't do it. They didn't do it. They actually, you know, they they took him out early and and completely blew up, you know, blew up my bracket. So, yeah, it was funny because. Um... You know, it was just one of those things where it was like, is, do people really like him that much? Or is this one of those things where it's like, you know how people act about bacon on the internet? Right. Where it's like, you know, oh, that's all I would ever eat is bacon. Like, you know, that's not true. Right. You know? <laughs> well, he, he makes good. I mean, he can do all the Game of Thrones, you know, winter is coming, you know, memes. Or, I mean, there's so much that you can do with it. And then he's like you said, he's a genuinely nice guy who is, you know, uh, come back and, and said really nice things about, you know, the fans and the, and the club. And, uh-huh. you know, he still follows us. And, so, you know, I, I, I like him. Um and like I said, the only thing I'm disappointed in is it blew up my bracket. But what are you going to do? <laughs> well, you know that's that's part of having a bracket is having it be blown up. Yep, very true. So let's see how they got here, Dave. Uh, Kaká with a very comfortable run to the final four, uh, easily quashing Justin Miram in round one, uh, Aurelian <laughs> Aurelian Collin in round two, Jonathan Spector in round three, and then Chris Mueller in the elite eight, um, and then uh here's how here's how Christian Nikita got here. He had the most uh, convoluted path.
path. He uh, started with a win over 14th seed Long Tan. Then he defeated 6th seed Sebus Mendez, who I, that one kind of surprised me. I thought Mendez might actually win that battle. Um, and mm-hmm. then Higita beats Kyle Laren, and then you knew he was a player. You knew once Christian yeah. Higita knocked off Kyle Laren, you knew he was a real threat. It's like, wait, where did this Higita love come from? And uh, and then he knocked off Kevin Molino to get where he is. So he knocked off the number one and two seeds in his uh, in his region. So well done to the Colombian. Uh, Nani yeah. breezed through his bracket, uh, defeating David Mateos, Darwin Seren. Uh, Roman Janssen and Yoshimar Yotun, all of them very easily. Uh, Dom Dwyer started out with a win over Sean St. Ledger, then Rob Valentino and Scott Sutter, and all of those were pretty easy wins, and then squeaked by Juan and, um, and uh, into the final four. But I think the seedings were excellent because the final four uh, in each bracket were the one, two, three, and four seeds. Yeah, no, uh, good job, and... Uh, you, 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 of course, you kind of hope that maybe you know somebody's going to come out of nowhere, which I guess you know, Agita a little bit, but you know, even there, like say, is a you know four seed. So uh, I, I, I don't know. It was you, but you know, even then, looking at one of the other ones, like Sutter might have been one that could have come through, but um, you know, even there, four seed. So I guess it's not all that surprising. Yeah, if we did this over again. And that's not going to happen for a while. But if we did this over <laughs> again, some of the seedings would change. I certainly would put Juan higher. Um, I thought a three seed was good for a guy who's played one one season in two games um, and not scored a goal. Uh, and you know, I, I know I get that people like him because he's fast. But I always wonder how people feel. I hear a lot of people, Dave. I don't know if you hear this a lot, but a lot of people that I have talked to, even the ones that like Dom Dwyer, hate. They, they say he dives too much. They hate his diving. And I don't, I would love to see like a, a, like a Venn diagram of people who hate Dom Dwyer's diving, but love Rwan. Oh yeah. That would be interesting. Because in the final uh, third, if you breathe on Juan, he's rolling over 16 times. <laughs> yeah. As, as Mueller knee slides past him. Yeah. <laughs> he's, it's, he, we counted it one night in the press box. We we were just howling with laughter, and we were we got to, we had to watch the replay to recount how many times he rolled over um, on this foul. And it was like there was like four rolls over. Then he popped up to one knee and kind of shook his hand, like to show you how much pain he was in. And then mm-hmm. he did five more rolls after that. It was like nine rolls, and <laughs> it was just the funniest thing. It was like this is not a normal thing. This is not a normal event where you you have a collision. And you roll that many times, let alone roll that many times, and then pop up and wave your hand in the middle of it. Um, well, it's weird. Just remember, uh, you, you have to remember though, uh, he's faster than we are, so he's going to roll <laughs> further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, I, I would like him to stay on his feet a little more in that final third, and and then if he's fouled, guess what? He's going to get that call. Yeah, if you, if. It's a proven fact. If you don't dive all the time, you do get you know more calls when when they do actually happen. And, and if you dive all the time and you get that reputation, then you don't get some of the legitimate ones, and that's never yep. that's never fun, especially if it's in the box. But I'm 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 just having a little fun. I I like Rwan quite a bit, but I think he would be maybe even moved up to because he was the third three seed. I'd move him up at least. Um, 
I don't know if I can move him up against Mueller, uh, above Mueller, but he would probably be up where Yoshimaru Yotun was. Probably switch switch right. those two out. Um, and then you know Christian Nagita, I, I like I said, I thought Winter should have maybe have been that three seed, uh, but nobody really came out of uh, total left field. I mean, Nagita is a well known player, and again, the top three seed, so we did expect him to do well. Um, it's not like um, like a Benji Michelle won like four games and or four rounds and and like made some crazy run, but uh, uh, a little disappointed that the USL guys. Uh, didn't do better. Of course, it's a numbers game with them. You know, the guys that were just USL guys um, just don't have the numbers of people that know who they are, or or at least gained an affinity for them. Because even if people nowadays appreciate what they did for the club and, and building the club to the point where it could join MLS, if you didn't see Miguel Gallardo play 50, 60 games or whatever, um, you're not going to have that affinity for him. You know, I was just wondering if anybody, uh, if you had reached out to uh, Miggy to let him know that he, he did go out uh, of the bracket. Uh, <laughs> I have it not. Was after, <laughs> it, was after that, it was after we spoke to him. So, And he said he was you know, staying off of social media. I, yeah. I can just see it. You know, uh, world goes back to normal, and, and he goes back and goes, hey, I wonder what happened. And he's like, oh, man. <laughs> well, I mean, he was okay if he had lost to Jose Aja. So I've, I've, he, he's probably fine with it. That's that's true. Well, he's such a nice guy. So yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, but you know, he was a pro athlete. You know, you know, there's some competition in him. When we went, yeah, true. When we went down the the list of who was in his bracket with him, he's like, oh, I can't even, I can't even pick a winner. It was the uh, the Rob Valentino Jordani Alvarez one. It's like I yeah. can't even pick a winner there. Um, so yeah, he's he's uh, he got knocked out, uh, but you know. He didn't get knocked out hey, to he, the elite. He made it pretty far. He made it to Sweet 16. and uh, But Dennis Chin also um, went out in that round. Uh, again, you know, Molino losing to Chris Nagita, even though he did play some MLS for Orlando City. Um, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a tough it was a tough matchup for um, the USL guys. I mean, like, Aurelian Collins just absolutely mopped up Adama and Benge, who was the higher seed, it was an eight nine matchup, so not much higher, but um, really a lot of people not just not remembering Adama and Benge because they weren't they weren't Orlando City fans yet. Yeah, that you know it's uh, and you know the guys who are USL fans are are bemoaning you know the oh you know these people don't remember well no because some of them came on late and you can't like sit them down and make them go watch you know all the old usl stuff i mean right. it's they're here now they're supporters you know there are uh brothers in arms and just you know it's it's kind of is how it is and and that was the whole point of going to mls was drawing in more people yeah i should go back and see if i can find some of the games that i missed uh and watch them from the usl days on youtube because there were games that i didn't see and especially road games and you know if I don't remember what the outcome is, then it would be a, like a, watching a new sporting event for me. Indeed. Uh, the other thing I heard people are doing is uh, is putting uh, the computer against the computer on FIFA 20 and, and watching it and see what happens. Yeah, but, I mean, Scott's doing that for us, uh, for the Orlando City games, and he played like five games against the LA Galaxy uh, and had it simulated and Orlando only scored a goal in one of those five games. And I said, <laughs> I don't think your I don't think your 
your Xbox or whatever he's using. I don't think it. I don't think it likes Orlando City. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Oh, oh, but of course, MLS did the same thing, and and we uh, beat Red Bulls in the in their last matchup. So, yeah, it was. Um, there was that uh, game a couple weeks ago against Chicago that I think Scott's simulation was I think one nothing Chicago and MLS's simulation was three nothing Orlando. Yeah, I mean it's almost like it's computer randomness there. So hey. yeah, no Scott just got a bum copy, got a bum copy of FIFA. So oh, he's the problem. <laughs> we need um, we need a Kickstarter. Or GoFundMe for new FIFA for for Scott. That's right. So more more Orlando City friendly. But anyway, this has been fun. Hope everybody's enjoying it. Hope everybody's like, uh, you know, again, it's it's supposed to be for fun and, and and pick your best your favorite player. Like for example, when it came down to it, like in round two, uh, even though Joe Bendick won, Joe Bendick was the two seed. Luke Bowden was the seven seed. I have a soft spot for Luke Bowden, so I voted for Luke Bowden. I don't think he's the better player um, necessarily, but you know he was my favorite, so I voted for him. Yeah, I voted for Boz, Boz as well. So yeah, so I, I, it's, losing I effort. It, it, it has to do, you know, like you say, it has to do with with what you've seen and who you're familiar with, and sometimes you know who came and signed your kid's shirt or whatever. So yeah. you know, it's it doesn't matter. I mean, that's the whole point in doing this. There are many, many reasons. I mean, it could be the the first guy who scored a goal for Orlando City when you watched your first game. I mean, there's there's all kinds of reasons why somebody's your favorite. Sometimes you can't even put your finger on it. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's you know, I, I it, a favorite thing is so subjective. So again, there could be any reason. But I, I hope everybody's having fun with it. I'm going to be sad when it's gone, but maybe we'll fire up a, an Orlando Pride one. Ooh, there we go. And that way there's not this two-era thing. There's just, you know. Yeah, just just pride, yeah. Just Orlando pride, yeah. So, anyway, Dave. It won't, uh, have, it, it won't have to be a 64 bracket, though. Yeah, it, well, I mean, but it could be. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Could, you could get a chance to see if Danica Evans is popular with most <laughs> of the fans as she is with our readers uh, that do all the commenting uh, in the pride stories. Yeah. Um, I bet we wouldn't probably get the same level of uh, participation. Um, but I bet you, I bet you the finals would be because of the uh, the way they are, are um, let's say, followed online. I bet you okay. the final would be Ashlyn Harris against Allie Krieger. Okay. Yeah. Like, that would be, I mean, obviously you'd have Alex Morgan, Marta, uh, and Harrison Creeks. So, um, yeah, I guess it would depend on how we did the seeding. Yeah, because I, I think those are your those are probably your your four number one seeds, and yeah. um, the stands would certainly uh, make sure it was uh, make sure it was it was Ashland versus Alley, unless they were on the same side of the bracket. Then uh, then there would be a lot of complaining. <laughs> there would be a lot a lot of complaining. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, um, Dave, what are you doing to uh, pass the time during this uh, isolation period for us, this weirdness that we've got going on? 
whatever my wife tells me to do. Um, <laughs> no, okay. uh, well, you've I, learned pretty quick. No, you haven't been married long, but you've you've learned. <laughs> yeah, well, I've, I've been married before, so mm-hmm. you know. Uh, no, I, you know, I've got uh, there's projects around the house. I've got, you know, I'll probably spend some time out in the garage, just you know, working on the bikes and organizing and stuff like that. You know, spending time with my stepkids. Um, uh, obviously, you know, gonna have to watch uh, Tiger King and. Uh, let's see what else. Um, you know, Maven, uh, my house, like I said, backs up to the, you know, the conservation area so I can get on the bike and go for a, a socially isolated, acceptable, uh, you know, mountain bike ride. Um, and I might even do some non Orlando city riding, uh, since I'll have so much time. In yeah. addition to the Orlando City writing, <laughs> I know I haven't written a blog post in a while for for my personal blog. I feel like I've let people down, but at the same time, I haven't really processed all of this yet. I think yeah. in a lot of ways, it's like this is just it's just like an ongoing. It's like the aftermath of nine eleven, but it doesn't end. Yeah, it's, it's it just keeps going. slow and drawn out. Yeah. Yeah, it's there is a lot. I don't even know that I'll necessarily write about you know that. I mean, I probably will at some point, but um, I, I'm, I'm the leave no trace state advocate for Florida, which is a outdoors type thing, and I'm, I may go write some Florida specific uh, articles about that since I'll have, like I say, I'll have the time to do it, and you know, get those out in my various, uh, you know, either my blog or through Leave No Trace. Um, their website or or whatever and i've got some other ideas kicking around you know just as i'm sure you do yeah well i'm wondering um what uh, the next move will be for us uh, at the blog i think um you know right now it's readership's down across the board for sports blogs mostly because there's not a lot of sports going on um and people are are more focused on what's going on in their communities and rightfully so they should be um, yeah. that escapism that we would all like to have there isn't available to us. So um, it, it's going to be interesting to see kind of what we can come up with, what we can, how we can stay creative. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only so much you can do with video games, and this bracket thing is going to end soon. Um, I guess we could have a Tiger King character bracket <laughs> or something, <laughs> but um, that'll probably, by the time uh, we get around to it, will have been done to death. Uh so I don't know. I, I, like I, I've been inside. Like I've been like I don't even want to go outside because when I do go out, I see too many people. Like everybody's so sick of being cooped up that they're just not doing smart things. And so right. I'm trying to just stay away from that because it it enrages me in some ways. I mean, it's like. I don't begrudge somebody going on for a walk with their family because they're cooped up with their family anyway, so they should know that if their family's sick, they're gonna, they're probably sick anyway or whatever. But that's the thing that I think a lot of people aren't getting is that they're is that you have to you don't don't go out thinking that you don't want to get the coronavirus. You should be looking at it like you already have it and you don't want to give it to someone else. That's the proper Correct. mentality to take. Um, so since I've taken that mentality, I don't, I like really don't go anywhere unless I absolutely have to. Um, and it feels weird. It feels weird when I go places, um, the few times that I do, cause 
like it's like I just went into downtown Sanford uh, several days ago and it was like you know everybody's all the bars have like a table at the door where you can walk up and get something but you're not going in the mm-hmm. building and it, yeah. just that is weird and I would love to go and and keep some of these businesses afloat and help help do that but I just don't want to go out I just so I've been staying in I watched all of Tiger King I watched uh, a bunch of music DVDs um, the other day I watched Live Aid and like the entire thing and it was really it, re- it was like surprisingly emotional I mean this here's this concert yeah. that took place in 85 and I'm watching the Wembley finale when they all come out on stage together and I'm like mm-hmm. on the stage at the same time you've got Freddie Mercury and you've got David Bowie and you've got Stuart Adamson from uh, Big Country. You've got all these musicians who are, have passed away since then. It's like extremely yeah. sad. And then they cut back to Philadelphia and Tom Petty and a Heartbreaker's gone. And it's like, and yeah. now he, and he's gone. So And he's gone, yeah. Yeah, and, and then you know, coming up in just a little bit, the cars. I'm like, oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> <laughs> and as anybody who's read your personal blog knows, music is a very big part of your life. Um, and so, yeah, seeing these, you know, some of your music heroes that, you know, we've lost in just the last couple of years. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're you're kind of you're rubbing the salt in there, man. Yeah, I have a very emotional attachment to uh, to music, and, and it was, it's the music was great and the the uh, memories of that day were great um you know a lot of our listeners are probably too young to have gone through that but i mean it was a really weird day for me because i got up real early watched the whole thing from when it started in england and then i didn't get to see the whole thing because i actually went to a place like 3 miles from my house this outdoor venue to see brian adams that day so Brian mm-hmm. Adams played at Live Aid, and then he took uh, a helicopter from Philadelphia to, you know, near where I lived in Ohio, and did another show. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. missed that whole time for me going to the concert, watching the concert, come back from the concert. Um, you know, it's very time consuming. So I, I missed hours of the thing. Um, I did record it on VHS tapes um, and saw it later, but you know, it was kind of a weird day. But like a lot of the stuff that. I missed were like the who and stuff like that. And, um, mm-hmm. so it was kind of, it's, I always watch it and I, and I'm always a, like a little bit less attached to that part of the show because I'm like, I didn't see this when it happened live. I, I remember some of them. I remember very vividly. I remember when sting and Phil Collins came out together and that kind of thing. But, um, uh, you know, certainly the beginning with stat- status quo came out, some of the other bands that came out and, and I remember like every, nuance of the performance and then it's like oh I, I've seen this probably a dozen times since that happened but I wasn't watching it live so it's not it doesn't have the same resonance it's weird did you get to see uh, Queen I have seen that many times I didn't see it live again that was you like, didn't see it live okay no because this this outdoor venue um, up from my house it's called I don't know what it's called now it was called Legend Valley back in the day and you kind of needed to get there early and park and then you're basically just under an ungodly sweltering sun for hours. <laughs> right. And, and everybody shows up for these things for, for these uh, concerts from, 
you know, for miles around, um, and it gets really, really full. And it, it, I mean, this is what it, what it sounds like. It's like a bowl. It's like a bowl in the ground. So it's this valley, um, and everybody gets there. They bring their blankets and they lay on their blankets, and it's you're there hours before the show. Then you got the opening act, and you get the the headliner, and then it takes forever to get you know to your car and get out of there and get home. Luckily, I only live a few miles away, but yeah. um, it's it's you know if if you could just get there, park, walk in, no problem. It would be like a ten minute jaunt. But it's like it's an ordeal. So, but it was it was fun, and I enjoyed seeing uh, Brian Adams, and I enjoyed the uh, the novelty of getting to see somebody who just earlier that day had been on the stage at Live Eight. So that was cool. That is cool. That's very cool. Other than that, not much. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing things that are very um, related to being bored, even though I've got plenty to do. <laughs> It's weird. I've been working from home, but I'm actually working more hours than, than I, I normally do. Um, I start a little earlier. I work a little later. I work through lunch usually. Uh, but like the other day, I was like fiddling with my phone, and it was this Apple wallet. I'm like, oh, Apple card. All right, I'll apply for that. <laughs> like, so <laughs> today my Apple card came in the mail, uh, and um, and I have I have it in my Apple wallet, and I have the physical card. So that's cool. And so now you'll not use it because you can't go anywhere. Yeah, there's, I, I did use it because I like to use it on. I used I like to use credit cards on small purchases and just buy something, then immediately pay it off and stuff. Right, right. Keep, keep your credit good, kids, because it's important. Yeah, Nobody tells you that very. in school. <laughs> it's like, but yeah. um, and then like I've done some online shopping. Like I spend a lot of time browsing and looking and going, oh, I should buy that. <laughs> and no, no, I shouldn't. I mean, we don't know yeah. what's going to happen with you know with. My job seems pretty stable for now, but I mean that could change in a heartbeat. I mean, I'm not going to lose my job, but there's definitely less people buying cars right now, and so my income is not what it usually is. Now, once all of this is done, there's going to be a pent up demand, and I will probably have a pretty good month or two where I make a lot of money, which will be great. But until then, <laughs> I'm I'm not uh, as free with my funds as I usually am. Yeah. All right, Dave. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't think we have any questions from our Ask uh, TMLPC uh, hashtag on Twitter, do we? We do not. All right. So we don't have any questions this week. But if you want to ask us anything, uh, ask us about Tiger King. Dave will have seen it by then. By the next yep. next show, uh, ask us about anything you want, and uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at the mainland is our Twitter account, and uh, use the hashtag AskTMLPC, or you can uh, email us the mainland at gmail com, and we'll be happy to answer your questions on the air that way. So two ways you can ask us anything, and, and we would be happy to answer any and all questions that uh, you can send our way. Dave, did you realize we did a two hour show last week? Oh, yeah. I think I even commented about the hour and a half mark that I was surprised that we had gone that long. Yeah, it was crazy. We had nothing to talk about. This week we had nothing to talk about either, and we're already babbled along uh, far too long. So uh, just wanted to cut this short. We don't even have a don't even have a guest this week because I didn't even know if I was going to have internet or anything. So um, that was part of it. The other part of it is I was lazy and didn't ask anyone <laughs> in advance. Uh, but, um, yeah, let us – hey, let us know if you want to come on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we might let you come on with us. We might not. 
You might be a lunatic. We don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're going to try some new things and uh, see what happens because, uh, you know, there's plenty of time for people to be listening to podcasts. Absolutely. There's no reason why you can't listen to us talk about nothing. I mean, you've been doing it for years now. Why not keep going? That's right. Uh, one thing you can do while you're listening to our podcast is you can uh, go on iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Leave us your star rating. If you leave a five-star rating and write a review, we will read it on the air, and uh, we would be very thankful for that because it helps us uh, rise in the rankings, and then more people see us, and it's easier to uh, expand our audience. So uh, that would be nice. Dave, is there any other uh, Orlando City or other soccer type of thing you want to talk about before we get out of here this week? Um, not until I pick that Belarus uh, club yet. You know, I got to work on that. But uh, I, <laughs> I, it's all East stuff out there right now, man. It was. I was just amazed that I was able to. There was so much. I think my Lion Links that got published uh, yesterday, as you guys might be listening to it, was huge and i don't know if it was just because it was I, I had switched and i was writing uh you know monday for tuesday instead of sunday for monday just so you know kids writing sunday for monday lion links is the hardest lion links of the week well especially when there's no games at all um but yeah no, those games it, it was a, it was a good day um it, it was a good day for news yesterday i mean there was a lot of random news that just came out and and so you had a lot to, to write about. Although, I, I'm not sure. Did you remember to wish Tesho Akindeli a happy birthday? No, because there was so much. My bad, Tesho. I'm so sorry. As, as we record this, it is Tesho Akindeli's birthday. Dave let you down and didn't uh, I did. give you a birthday shout-out in his Lion Links. I don't but know now you get happens. to hear it from me personally. Happy birthday, Tesho. <laughs> yeah, but this will drop after his birthday. So he'll have gone a whole 24 hours thinking you forgot. Yeah, well, I'm sure I'll probably hear about it from him. So, Dave, this is uh, the last time we will do a March uh, podcast, although it will not be March when this drops. It will drop on April Fool's Day. And, um, you know, I don't know if anybody's really up to pranks at this point. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that's... I don't even know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, we, of course, have uh, Rodrigo Schlegel's birthday coming up this Friday. Um, the 11th was supposed to be the MLS re-evaluation day in regards to uh, games and the coronavirus and what was what was going to happen. I imagine, um, at this point, I'm imagining nothing, nothing through the end of May for sure, I'm guessing. And um, yeah. we may even see, like, more lockdowns, more... Um, mandatory uh, shelter in place kind of things going on uh, because mm-hmm. the numbers have, have kept going up. I think they've, I think we got out ahead of it to, to some extent in that we had some early adopters of, you know, social distancing. Uh, I think some of those early adopters are getting sick of doing it, but now they're going to be forced <laughs> to do it. Well, even if they're forced to do it, guys, you got to do it. It's the only way that we, you know, I mean, this is literally life and death. So, you know, be smart. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, that's that's it. I think that's the show. That's episode 190. I don't see anything else uh, really here for us to talk about. There hasn't been any any news uh, on the player front with the pride. Um, you know, we've we've already 
discussed the W League Finals, so that's done. Uh, it's 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 a very dark time in terms of just not a whole lot going on. Long dark tea time of the soul. Yeah. So as always, we will uh, continue to evaluate week to week whether or not we will do a show. I think probably more than likely we'll just keep doing them just for some sense of normalcy, and um, yeah. you know we will give you whatever news comes out and. Uh, we will babble for the rest of the time and talk about other stuff. Uh, but we'll be back Tiger next King week. next week. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about the Tiger King uh, series on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, oh, my God, just – I can't even describe it to you, so just go watch it. If you if you watch the first episode and you think, I'm not watching these people anymore, I won't hold that against you, but it gets crazier. So <laughs> – I would encourage you to maybe go on to the next one. It's just, what just else when, are you going to do? Just when you think you, you've seen it all and it couldn't get any nuttier, it gets nuttier. So, um, But, yeah, we'll, we'll, of course, have the results of our uh, bracketology. Our March Madness will become April Madness and uh, go through the Final Four and then the championship, and then we will crown a most popular Orlando City player as voted on by our readers and um, you know, exciting times. Uh, we have absolutely no trophy for you, whoever wins. Yeah, you get the old Marvel no prize. <laughs> you uh, would just get a a. I can't even say we'll give you a hearty handshake because in this day and age, that's not smart. So we, we um, can give you a, an attaboy or an attagirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. You'll get your picture on the homepage at some point. There you go. Look at the, I see. I noticed. See, I see what you did, Dave. You were, you were trying to elicit votes for Ruan over Dom Dwyer by choosing a Ruan uh, photo for your Lion Links today. You found me out. <laughs> Curses. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a pretty sharp cookie. I'm. Uh, my mama didn't raise no dummies, <laughs> so. I saw right through you. Uh, I'll get you next time, Inspector Gadget. All right, episode 190 has come to a halt. We will be back next week. And uh, until then, uh, you can read, uh, check Dave's stuff out over there at Twitter. He's at Mainland Dave. I'm at Mainland Michael. The website is at the Mainland. And so that's all nice and easy for everybody to remember. And also, you can uh, like us on Facebook, read our stuff at themainland.com. And we will be back uh, next week to uh, hopefully talk about more soccer stuff than we talked about this week. But until then, we'll sign off the way we always do by saying, Go City, Go Pride, Go OCB, Go Away Coronavirus. <laughs>